The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. to the Hollow Sky Podcast. We're your hosts, I'm Steven. And I would be Kyle. Thanks for hanging out with us again today on this lovely Monday. What will be Monday when this comes out? I was going to say, it's not fucking Monday. No, it's Saturday right now, but it'll be Monday when all of you hang out with us. I haven't decided exactly what I'm going to talk about today, but we'll get there. So when we get there... You'll know. It'll be after I get through all this business. All this housekeeping. So check us out at all the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, Discord, Reddit, your preferred media outlet. Search up Sky Podcast and come and hang out with us. If you have a paranormal encounter you'd like for us to feature on a future episode, Kyle will gladly tell you how to share it. I will. We have the holophone that you can call, you can text, you can leave voicemails. Send pictures, videos, whatever you want to do. It's going to be 1618-556-0837. Or you can record yourself via your voice memo app or video and shoot that over to the email, which is going to be hollowskypodcast at gmail.com. You can even type your stories out, send them over there, hit us up on socials, maybe schedule an interview or whether it's for the show or Patreon or whatever you want to do. We want weird fucking stories. Some bizarre ones. The weirder, the better. Yeah. Anything, just, just way out there. Way out there. Did you drive your car into a UFO? We want to hear about it. I, I will drive my car into a UFO. And then they're going to say, we got T-boned by a car. Did you fist fight the Mothman? We want to hear about it. Absolutely. Because we're in your corner. Is what it boils down yeah, to. Yeah, I back that. I back that. We've got your back. Uh, since we support you, if you'd like to support us, how'd you like that little lead in there? That was good. That was nice. That was good. That was slick. Got all kinds of ways you can do it. We have a Patreon. Uh, you can go check that out if there's any tiers you're interested in. You can sign up, get some extra content, some stickers and some goodies and stuff. We have a Venmo. You can throw some monster money in there, some loose pocket change, buy us some monsters. The best way you can support us is just share the show all over the place, social media, wherever. Anybody listens to podcasts, throw our name out there, throw your favorite episode out there, share it on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your Twitter, wherever. Just help us kind of keep the show rolling forward. We, what else we got? Oh, five-star rating and review. You can go to wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us a five-star rating and review, and I will gladly shout you out. I usually do the Apple iTunes reviews, but I've been looking around, and I'm finding some different ones, different places, so I'm kind of going through them as well. Today, it's five-star rating and review. Comes from our friend, 
JMSAZ boy. Hell yeah. <laughs> JMSAZ boy. I'm probably there's probably no a way to pronounce no. that. Okay, you, there's just not. the way just the way you do it. Five stars. Always an extra spring in my step when I see a new episode. These guys are hilarious, no egos, down-to-earth paranormal rock stars, and I absolutely love listening to them. Plus, they like Ric Flair. And just like the Nature Boys, they are styling and profiling, baby. Woo! It is about fucking time. (laughs) Somebody out there finally recognizes and gives us the notoriety that we deserve. (laughs) I am now officially retiring from podcasting. We're, we're done. That's it. We, it doesn't get any better than what just happened. It doesn't. It can't. <laughs> it can't. I challenge anyone to up it. You're not going to do it. That is awesome. That is pro- <laughs> that is pro- that is hands down <laughs> one of my favorite reviews ever. I can't believe I just Ric Flair wooed for thousands good of it people. It sounded good to listen to. It sounded good. It was it was authentic. <sighs> what is my life? Like some people take pride in Mimicking Bigfoot, you just mimicked Ric Flair, and it was spot on. I feel like Bigfoot would probably respond to that if we when not if when we go Bigfoot. That's how we're hunting, gonna do it. It's got to be Ric Flair. Yeah, wooing the fuck out of them. It has to be. It has to be. We can't do no whoops. We can't do none of that. It has to be Ric Flair. What if when we're out there and we're searching for Bigfoot and Ric Flair like shows a thermal, up? and we see a humanoid figure and it just starts strutting and tearing its suit jacket off and shit. I'll be fucking terrified. Elbow dropping logs out in the middle of the forest. <laughs> if only we could get so lucky. What do we do at that point? Where do we Where do we go? From, where do we go when we, that happens? I think that. Do we risk getting elbow? I I'll, think I'll get elbow dropped. I Ric think Flair. realistically. How that ends what is if kind it, of like the ending of Blair Witch. What if it is like we get Ric Flair'd a Sasquatch dressed like Ric Flair? It's the in same the big thing. Robe. It's the same thing. Think of how many Thunderbirds a Sasquatch would have to kill to make a Ric Flair robe Bigfoot size. Are you seriously trying to yes. insinuate? That there isn't one out there that has or is at least trying that. Yes. Because I believe that there is one I, trying I that. believe that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's totally, oh, it's totally happening. Find it. What better way to blend in with your environment and not be noticed by humans than to mimic Ric Flair? Yeah. It's, it's science, people. It's yeah. fucking science. You have to go with it. Wow, I don't know where to go. Oh, I did have, I did. We're, since we're since we're on this this fucking subject, I did have a Ric Flair dream. No fantasy. I had a guy reach out to me on Facebook. Him Ric and his Flair. buddy are in a competition to see who gets the most asinine tattoos, and we might have a Bigfoot bong ripper tattoo coming our way with our name on it. I don't know if he's gonna go that far. Come on, man. <laughs> but. Do you feel like there might be a Bigfoot indulging in extracurriculars in tattoo form? Well, if you hear this, I'm going to help you win the challenge. Hopefully, it just says Hollow Sky in the smoke. That's <laughs> That would be sick. I was thinking at the very least, you got to make, you got to dress Bigfoot like Ric Flair. Oh, but, wow. But some- he has a chain on, and it's a giant gold H. Mm. On the chain, which obviously is going to stand for Hollow Sky. I mean, not saying you should do it, but I'm saying you should do it. And maybe if you want to get a little extra crazy, crazy, give Bigfoot some gold teeth. Because I think one of them had a candy unicorn tattoo, and the other one had a slutty French toast tattoo, or something like that. I think our rendition of Bigfoot Ric Flair would totally take the cake. Well, I told him if he got it as a lower back tattoo, a tramp stamp, if you will, that would probably win. Yeah, I mean, I think you could probably get it anywhere, but the fact that it's Bigfoot dressed like Ric Flair with a gold Hollow Sky chain taking a massive hit from a bong, (laughs) I think that you're pretty good. I hate this show. I think you're pretty good. We have derailed. Okay, so from there, first off, thanks for the five-star rating and review. One of the best ones we've got. It was great. So now it's on you, everyone, to top that. Yeah. 
So good luck. Please. Good luck. And he got me to do a Ric Flair woo, which I'll never live down at this point. It's a good one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to clip it and then just make a sound bite out of it. Good. Hopefully it's already happened. From there, I don't know where to go from here, but I'm going to go into our listener experience of the day. And this comes to us from our friend Frank. This was submitted to our actual uh, webpage. So keep in mind, you can submit them there as well. I was going to say, which we never promote. <clears throat> yeah, we have that. That's an, that's Add that to the, to the promotion, Hollow Sky webpage. But Frank says, hey guys, longtime listener, just recently listened through all the episodes. I'm a logger running equipment 10 to 13 hours a day, so you guys help me pass the time. Anyway, I listened to a couple of the listener stories and it got me thinking about an encounter when I was a kid. I've never told anyone about this story, but I feel like I need to get it off my chest. I've thought of writing before, but the encounter is so fantastical that I personally don't even believe it myself, yet it happened. I just want to know what you guys and the listeners think. I was 12 years old and shooting guns in my backfield. I carried a 22 revolver around the farm all the time, just because I could. I'd sit there and see how fast I could shoot off six rounds like the cowboys I'd see on TV. I was pretty quick for my age. Anyway, I had just got done shooting and I was sitting around on a clay mound when I heard some rustling in the grown over field behind me. It used to be a pasture my grandfather had some heifers in. I knew the pasture pretty well from hunting and could guess what was walking around and where it was going. As I lay down on the clay mound, I could hear something rustling around. I stood on top of the mound and saw what I could only describe as a Bigfoot. Around eight to nine feet tall, probably three to five feet wide. That was the part that startled me. In the moment, I thought it was someone playing a trick on me. I yelled to it, asking what they were doing on the property and took it off. <clears throat> no response. I started to walk towards it and became angry that someone was on the property and not responding. I got about 30 feet from it, and I started yelling to get off the property. I stopped and looked at the face. It had a large mouth with flat, square teeth, a little nose, large black eyes. It had hair on its face except for the top of its cheeks near its eyes. It opened its mouth and seemed to be breathing heavy. I got a sudden urge of dread and fear and stress. The thought of this thing being human became less in my mind. It started to walk slowly, each step almost calculated to prevent any more noise. I ran through some bushes behind me and stopped. In the time it took me to run 20 yards behind the bushes, it had moved 25 without a noise. So the distance was now about 10 to 15 feet. I ran again towards a brim, a long, skinny, man-made hill, usually put on the sides of roads where I'm located, and got to the other side where I knew I could cross a six-foot ditch and come up on the other side, flanking this thing. I crossed the ditch and ran down the side since it was clear of brush. I got to where I thought was 40 to 50 yards behind the thing, I heard a noise and saw behind me where I had crossed up the ditch, the thing crossing it with one effortless stride. I began yelling again, saying to get away and get off the property. It slowly creeped toward me in almost a hypnotic, hypnotic manner. I told the thing I had a pistol and I was not afraid to use it, which in reality, my stomach was in my throat thinking that I'd actually have to use it. I, have, <clears throat> I gave it more warnings. When I got no response, I turned and ran. I fell into a blown over stump hole and scratched my hands up really bad. I turned around and looked up to see the thing standing above me. With tears in my eyes, I yelled at it to leave me alone. It stepped in the hole and I pulled out my pistol. I yelled one last time at it and it stepped again. I sent three rounds into its stomach. It did not hinder and it started to reach with a long arm towards me. I then unloaded the other three, two rounds to the chest and the last one above its left eye. I closed my eyes expecting it to grab me or fall on me. I felt a wave of what seemed like energy hit my body. I got full body chills and seemed like a, blank, a blanket of electricity had been laid upon me. I opened my eyes and saw nothing. No creature, no human, nothing. I sat there in the hole sobbing for a few minutes, most likely in shock. I got up and looked around and saw nothing. I went home and went straight to bed. A couple days later, I'd begun to feel bad headaches and full body weakness. It lasted for about a week. <clears throat> my mother took me to a doctor, but nothing came of it. Looking at infrasound and the symptoms of it, or the symptoms it creates seems to be the case, but I don't know. I think about it every day. Anyways, thanks for your time. Keep on doing what you guys do. Frank. Man. Little John Wayne Rambo. Dude, that's, that is awesome. Not, I mean, the story is fantastical, but it seems like, like it, uh, emotionally, yeah, emotionally it, Oh, check it out. Like we're going on this, we were, we were doing a 
eighties movie talk prior to this. Check it out. Like, hey, he's act he's he's cowboy on the farm. And I'm how old was he? Like ten? Twelve, I 12. think he said. Yeah. So he sees this what he thinks is a person, and you know what he did. He he pulled his pants up. He's like, I'm gonna get these guys, this guy off my property. This is bullshit. So he goes over there, realizes pretty quick it's not a person on the property. But surprisingly enough, when he realizes it's not a person, he goes into Rambo mode. And he's, he's talking about flanking it and all this shit, which is crazy, right? Because I don't I don't know that I would do that. I'd probably be like, the hell with this? But he's, he's talking about flanking it. And then it descends upon him. He shoots it. And just like in the movie Predator, Predator sets off his little wrist thing and it explodes. Well, he goes through all this fucking infrasound mystical bullshit which that I don't I don't even know where you why that happened yeah you I I started watching it, surely surely that wouldn't have killed it right so I wouldn't think at 22 I mean who knows if imagine even, I mean, if it imagine, even heard it that's what I'm you know, saying like, imagine shooting a silverback with a little 22 pistol yeah or it, like if they can even be physically physically hurt period and I've been watching like Expedition Bigfoot and they've been talking about infrasound and how it affects people and if Sasquatch has the ability to put that out. Because one, well, I guess one of the, the team members on the show right off the rip when they got into the area where all these Bigfoots were supposedly being seen, they started getting headaches and got sick and the dude had to leave uh, the show. Another another thing that stands out is talking about how wide he is. Five feet wide, that is massive yeah that's it's like almost, a tailgate it's almost as wide as our table yeah. that's something I, f- I feel like gets left out of a lot of bigfoot encounters because they always talk about how tall he is yeah yeah you know like you see some eight foot tall it's going to catch your attention but you see some eight foot tall and five feet wide that's like a that's, that's a, like a shed walking at you right <laughs> like yeah that would be i i don't know i don't know that i can i can't i i can't legitimately sit here and wrap my brain around that image I can't, like I can I can vision it but at the same time having that happen to you in real life like Steve said a shed walking at you that looks like a silverback especially being like like having a purpose coming at you for a reason like you know this thing yeah is on you yeah you know that it oh it you're you you could only assume anyways that its intention is not to give you a hug yeah, and if it like when you fell down and you were looking up on it, and it's right there on you, like what what else are you gonna do at that point? <coughs> it is, oh, man. I almost and he was yelling at it too, so he was the aggressor, you know, it, or at least Bigfoot could see him as an aggressor. Going, oh, you're yelling threatening tones at me. Yeah. All right. Man, I'd almost I'd almost like to talk to him if he would ever want to call into the show, Frank. We would definitely love to pick your brain. I might send you an email to see if you'd want to come on and just maybe have a quick little conversation about it because I feel like I don't do it justice just like reading it off. I don't get like the the emotional impact that it would have with you recounting it yourself. But man, that is that is one of the wildest Bigfoot stories I think I've ever read. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Especially like like as a whole. Definitely from the ones that have been sent into us, but like as a whole, it stands out. When I first read this, I'm like, Kyle, did you read the story about the guy that shot the Bigfoot? And he's like, what? No, I read about <laughs> two sentences in, realized it was a submission, and then just marked it Saved in the email. It. Like I, I, as much as I want to read some of these, I just I don't because I want it to be fresh. Yeah. When we when we go over it for the show, but I don't know. I couldn't. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll, we'll get to find out. Because you, you hear so many people that have encounters when they're when they're carrying firearms that they it takes them like they literally stop like mid finger on trigger like can't can't do it. Can't yeah, because they look it. so human. Yeah. Which I could see that, and I I'm the type of person I don't have the intention of wanting to kill it anyways. 
But uh, yeah, if it showed aggression, then yeah, it's game on. But I don't know, man. Like the infrasound, the all that because it, read, it like, disappeared, like almost like it vanished. I think like tigers. Did they say tigers have some sort of infrasound that they I put don't out? Know. I don't watch Nat Geo. It was on. Let me do a little googling here. Google it. I was gonna say something, but now I forget. Tigers appear to rely on booming low-frequency sound, much of it inaudible to humans, to drive rivals away from their territory and attract mates. So they do use an infrasound that we can't hear. Yeah, which but we can surprising. feel. It isn't surprising because you know. We're so human, it would but... it would definitely be plausible that Bigfoot has the same stuff set up. The other thing that was kind of sketchy was that he was uh like when he described Bigfoot walking when he was like. It was like each of his steps were calculated to make no noise whatsoever. Yeah. That one, like, when that's he terrifying. It, it made me think like maybe that's that's more like yeah, like stalking than yeah. it is like just, oh, yeah. just investigating. Yeah. Which is I don't know, man. That's a wild, wild encounter. So thank you for submitting that. And like I said, if you listen to this and um would like to call us and talk about it, we would love to hear the story like from your pers- from your perspective not just me reading it so keep that in mind and we appreciate you submitting that if anybody else out there has a submission they'd like for us to f- feature on a future episode check back to the beginning of this episode and we'll tell you how to do it all right for uh the episode i'm bringing forth today i have i don't know if they're considered glitches in the matrix again, or if they're alternate realities like parallel universe shifts, or one of them's kind of like a past lives thing. I just call them glitches in the matrix because they're not normal to like how everyday life should be. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first one I have here. Um, I got from spectral investigation at blogspot.com and it is the story of a woman named Lorena Garcia Gordo. So on July 16th, 2008, a woman by the name of Lorena Garcia Gordo posted a comment in a forum asking for help. The 41 year old Spanish woman claimed to have woken up in a parallel universe, a world not unlike the one she had left before going to sleep. However, small inconsistencies in various aspects of her life began to convince her that she was, in fact, living in an alternate reality. So her story uh, starts one morning. She woke up to find that her bedsheets were a different color. She was kind of confused and weirded out by the fact they were just her sheets were completely different than the ones she went to bed with. Uh Not being able to come up with a rational explanation, she decided to get ready and just head to her job she had in office, a job that she'd been employed with for over 20 years. Her car was in the same spot she had left it the night before. She got in and drove the same path she'd always drove uh, to her job since moving to her apartment seven years ago. Aside from the bed sheets, everything else that morning seemed exactly the same, normal for her until she arrived at her office. Once she got inside her office building, she started to notice strange people that she had not met before. But that didn't really raise any red flags. They were hiring new people here and there. So she just kind of thought, you know, maybe trainees, whatever, just new people in the office. She walked toward her own office, only to discover that there was a different name tag on her office door. It wasn't her name. She then thought maybe she had gotten off on the wrong floor of the building. However, after she looked around real quick, she found that she was actually in the right place and she had gone to the right office. It is just that her name had been completely replaced. This, of course, confused her. So she started going through the paces. Had she been fired and nobody told her? She started to think, you know, I've been faithful to my place of employment for 20 years. How would they just fire me and not let me know? Just replace the name tag on my office door? That's just because that's what they do. Yeah. That's a sad reality. Hopefully not in this new universe she's in. Well, it's it sounds like I would be at the point where I feel like I'm going fucking nuts. 
Yeah, that wouldn't that be terrible? Like even even just with the the bed sheets, because it's so subtle, right? It's just that insignificant where you're like, no, like I know my bed sheets are white, but you wake up and everything's blue. Yeah, and you you would start to like after after a my long f- debate in your mind, you would start to think like, am I just stupid? Like, my first initial reaction would be like, somebody fucking with me, you know, like. I'd probably be like, you know, what what's going on? What or what what happened in the night? Yeah. That I that my and it and it almost seems like it's not just that the colors were different, that the sheets were were a set that she didn't even have. Not like That's she got up and, not like she got up and replaced them with another set of sheets that she had in the closet or whatever, but these were just sheets she had never seen before. And think about think about the implications of that, right? Like because imagine that happened to you. And you get up and you're like, what the fuck? I know that my sheets were brown with uh, turkeys on it. And you get up and it's just, they're just white. And after so long, you could legitimately convince yourself of a false reality. You could you could easily go, oh, man, I don't know where, maybe it was a dream. Maybe I had a dream that my sheets right, were brown with turkeys on it. But it was just why, like you would, your own mind would work against you in figuring out the truth because your own your own logic is trying to kick in and make sense of what is actually yeah. happening. Yeah, that's that's like the most terrifying thing about all these time slips and paranormal or alternate reality slips is like such small differences could be in play that, like Kyle said, you just convince yourself that it never happened. Like yeah. think of think of how many times. In your day to day, where you you think you put something in a specific spot, and then you come back for it, and it's somewhere else. Was oh that, yeah. Was that just uh, like not remembering well, or did you just slip dimensions again, where everything everything is exactly the same except for that one minute detail, and, which is and, terrifying. But realistically, it could also be a massive one because, like, let's pretend, uh, uh. Bush Stadium, you know, you're, you're you and me are on the way to go watch a Cardinal game. We're gonna go check it out, you know. And we and we get there, and it's it's not there. There is no Bush Stadium. It's never been. It isn't a thing. Yeah. And realistically, you and me could be like, no, we knew that was there. Like we know that's there. But you talk to everybody else in the world, and everybody else is like, no. We never had a baseball stadium, you know, because you would do it again. Your mind would start to play rational cards to yourself where you'd be like, I'm just, I must have dreamt it or I'm crazy. Or <laughs> Isn't it crazy how our brain works like that? Like it does yeah. whatever it needs to do to just ease ourselves back into our normal yeah. everyday, yeah. everyday lives. It's so, oh, man. It reminds me of the lamp episode. It reminds me oh, yeah. of uh, those other those other encounters we touched on, where people would go to a city that they had been yeah. familiar with forever. When they get back there, everything's different. Uh huh. Um, where where were we at? Oh, so she was wondering if she'd been fired. So she takes out her laptop and she hooks up to the company Wi-Fi. Checks checks all her online status. She's still with the company. She's still on the roster and everything. However. It shows that she is now working under a completely different manager and she had been in a completely different department than she has been for the last 20 years. But the real question here, is she making more money where she's at now? <laughs> <laughs> so essentially... I don't know if she didn't check that. Essentially, did she get a raise... <laughs> By going to another dimension. Somebody needs to check. She needs to call HR. Yeah, we need to, we need to know <laughs> your pay increase, your your benefit package, retirement, the whole nine. <laughs> because if you made out like a fat rat, hey, I'm just saying maybe you should just count your blessings at that point. Yeah, just, <laughs> just I've been promoted. Roll with it. Been just roll with it. They might they may owe you some back pay. That's what I'm saying. Just roll with it. So this this really got her mind racing. She's like, what in the hell is going on? So she immediately gets out all of her her plastics, her credit cards and stuff, checks her driver's license, checks her work ID, checks her credit cards. They all put out the right information as far as she knew. Same name, 
same pictures, same numbers, same home address. At that point, she's just freaking out. She's like, what in the hell am I supposed to do? So she called her supervisor and told her that she was taking a sick day. She's like, I'm just not feeling good. I need to get the hell out of here. That morning, all the inconsistencies and rigmarole that she was dealing with made her think that there might actually be something wrong with her. So she took the rest of the day off and went straight to her doctor's office. There, they started to run tests on her, checking for signs of any illicit drugs in her system, thinking maybe that she had got into something the night before and it's got her all screwed up. <laughs> like, she was going through everything. I just feel like this is so stupid. The doctor's like, hey. Could, could you have been drugged did, into an did you Did you maybe get universe. into the cabinets in your sleep and start sipping on some bleach? Or <laughs> what do we or, got going on? Or if she went out, maybe somebody... <laughs> All right, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But it just, it, it made me think about like her being at home and the doctor being like, all right, we got to start running tests for drugs because you, you could have had LSD in your milk. We don't know. <laughs> But those all came back negative. No illicit drugs in her system, no alcohol, no nothing. She went back home and began going through her personal files just to check on stuff, see if anything else was different. She went through her bank statements, her checks, her bills, double-checked them all. They all showed the right information. So a thought popped into her head. What if she was suffering from some sort of amnesia? Uh, there, there is short-term amnesia where people can't remember parts of their life that had, had happened over a period of time. So she got online and began looking through the internet. She saw uh, one of the news top stories was the same as the previous night, so there were no missing days as far as she could remember. Essentially, the only thing she could connect it to was that she had woken up and her life was just slightly different from the night before. Like, because she remembers watching the news before she went to bed, got up, checked it online, and all the top stories were exactly the same. So there was no period, there was no time period missing in her life. Imagine how scary that rationality is. When you, because you made that statement, like, all the days were the same as far as she could remember. And, like, when that rationality sits in your brain, where... Now, now, you don't know because now is, you're using is what you remembered, right? That's what I mean. Like now, you're using the word "remembered." Like, yeah, as far as I can remember. Hey, Hollow Colt, the weather's getting nice, and you know what that means? It's cryptid hunting season, and the first rule to cryptid hunting is good footwear. That's why we're excited to announce our partnership with Tacovis Boots. When you're out hunting the dogman or stalking Chupacabra, you don't have time to break in boots. That's why Tecovis is so nice. They have first wear comfort. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with their styles when you're out hunting cryptids. And let me tell you, their styles are on point. I've always considered getting me a pair of snakeskin boots, and their pair is mint. They also have crocodile boots, caiman boots, ostrich boots, Regular leather boots, they they have it all, and it's re- it's ridiculously awesome. You can even stop by their the local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in store experience like it. So just imagine yourself getting a pair. Of legitimate snakeskin hollow sky branded boots. How awesome would that be? Nothing is going to intimidate a dog man like a nice pair of gator skin boots. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T E C O V A S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. 
And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Like there's just something not right about that because now it's, it's, it just, that just leaves doors open across the board for you as far as like accepting. Cause then you're starting, you're going to start questioning everything then. Oh, it gets, it gets weirder. Good. I, I'm glad. So six months before this day, she had broken up with a boyfriend. They'd been together seven years, couldn't work it out, decided to end it. Tell me they're married with two kids. She started dating a new man about four months previous, uh, not previous, four months from like when they broke up. So they've been dating for four months. This man, his name is Augustine, lived down the street from her. She knew him quite well. When she called the new boyfriend's number, somebody else picked up. They told her that no one with the name Augustine or or matched even a description of the man she'd been dating, lived at the house. So Augustine was Dimension 1. She's currently in Dimension 2. Just for clarification, yes. right? Okay. This is, this is, again, things, things from her past that she, she recalled right. to be true. Right. So, that's, that's a big curveball there, though. Because <laughs> that, like, that, like, A, is Augustine a, a pimp, and he's pulling fast ones on you, or the more likely, especially if you've been over there the whole nine, and you call, and they're like, uh, I have no idea who you're talking about. I've never seen that person before in my life. That's kind of, For me, that is a big one, because that is a significant person in your life. And... Yeah, it, and like it's you. You called like that's a lot changed at one time because you called his number at his house for him, and all of it is gone. Yeah, not only was he not there, nobody even knew anybody that even remotely resembled him. Exactly. You know, his number is still in dimension two. His house is still in dimension two, but anything in connection with him is completely gone. At least from this phone number address. Yeah, and I mean. This clearly just added to this fucking crazy ass day she was having. And to go into more detail about how well she actually knew the guy, she'd spent the last four months developing a relationship with him. She'd even met his son and had started to develop a relationship with him as well. Which reminds you of the lamp episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. The lamp episode. But that just... As of, like that's even that's even a bigger you you added a child to the mix so there's a and the whole nether emotional connection that like like the way you started this episode how it was just these subtle things but the more the day goes on the more her brain starts to find massive differences yeah like it makes you, it makes you wonder if like like now that I'm sitting here Sitting here thinking about it. If these things happen to us all the time, but our brain just downplays them to us, where we just blow it off. Could, but and those hers, ones are hers big, is man. like hers is like shut down to where it's it's stopped trying to convince us that we don't slip these realities all the time. Yeah, and and at this point, if I was her in her shoes and and had the same trajectory through the day. I would be utterly convinced I'm going batshit crazy. Yeah. Well, that, that was her first thing. She's like, I'm going to the doctor to yeah. see if something's fucked well, up. Well, I was going to ask if they did like a, a CAT scan or anything like that. I don't know. Not well, that it would help, but like I'm with her now. Like I would be convinced I'm going insane. Yeah. Or somebody was fucking with me or some shit. Like, I don't know, but it didn't get any better. So as the day continued, she found more and more inconsistencies of this new life compared to her past life. She had no choice but to go into work the next day and pretend like she belonged in the department she was scheduled in. Uh, she called and called to try to find any 
any evidence that Augustine or his son existed, she could find none. It was oh, as if shit. these people were never, ever there. Next big kicker. As she's looking for Augustine, she finds out that she had never broken up with her original ex-boyfriend. They were still together. And that they had been together since seven years, and there were no signs of them having ever separated. Interesting. So there's no time period where Augustine could have been there. Well, and, and to boot, she... She looked for ex- Augustine's existence, and it's not there. Yeah, like she can't find anything. Yeah. No online trace, no no records of them living in the yeah. house that they lived in. So that's that's huge in itself, and then not to mention she's still with Homeboy, who she's most likely going to have resent for, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if I mean, I guess... Depending pe- on how they People ended. split up and just stay friends and stuff, but to the to the point to where, like... I don't even know. I don't even know. It's so, it's so. Her day sucks. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. Her day, her week, or whatever. So she is at the point now to where she's like, what is going on with me? What happened to this whole past six months of this life that she, even, even more so than six months because she had worked for this company for 20 years. Yeah. And now it's different. She doesn't know what happened to her career She's at the point now, she's like, did I hallucinate all, every previous memory that I had? Was that just made up? Okay. Real quick. I have, I have a a mind fuck. So what would be a bigger mind fuck? She went to work. She's in a different department. She had, she said she had to go to that department and act like she fit in. What would be the bigger mind fuck? Her knowing how to do that job? Or not knowing anything about that job. Oh yeah, <laughs> she she just she's like, man, this isn't near as bad as like. Or what if she like went in like? Because I think if she was convinced she was in receiving, but she was actually in shipping, and a- she went over to shipping thinking, I don't belong here, but starts banging it out. <laughs> yes, and then like because that dude. I would be utterly. I would. I would know. I would know at that point. I'm insane. <laughs> I am insane because I obviously know how to do this job. I know how to do it really well, but I thought that I didn't know how to do this job. Actually, I don't know how to do this job, but I do know how to do this job and do it good because I've like, been doing it for 20 years. Like I, I feel like that would just be icing the icing on the yeah, cake. You would have, like if as if you weren't questioning everything. Yeah. Anyway, it's so. <laughs> It got to the point at this at this point, she's wondering if she's having a nervous breakdown. Oh yeah, like she's wondering if her brain is fracturing enough to where it's implanting all these false memories, this whole false past, into her head. So she decided to visit a psychiatric clinic. They did ran a bunch of tests on her, and they concluded that she was of sound and healthy body and mind. They could not find anything huh. that could affect. The, her memories in this way. The doctors told her maybe she was under a lot of stress. That could have caused the hallucination. But in the back of her mind, she pretty much knew that that was not the case. She I kind of I kind of feel... Now, I don't really know the, the context of like what you were saying there, but like... So basically, she went to a doctor to see if she was going fucking crazy, right? Yeah, probably like did a walk-in. Like a whole mental health check. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of weird that the doctor be like, no, you're good, bro. Like, fam, guess, like, you, you're good. I guess if they have no evidence to, like, no scientific medical evidence to back it, they can't be like, oh, you know, you got a brain tumor that's making you think. Well, yeah, but at the same time, like, do they have, now I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, but, like, do they have uh, uh, evidence that someone's schizophrenic? I mean, like, like can they? I'm, I'm can assuming they, yes. Can they get, cat scan your brain and go, yeah, he's schizophrenic. Look at this. He's got I a. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to say yeah, here? I, yeah, a hundred percent. Because people like get, people get diagnosed schizophrenic. That's why I'm like, I'm like, imagine you walk into my office and you're like, Kyle, dude, uh, <laughs> everything I know about yeah, my life is different yeah, today you, than it was you, last night. And then you go into detail about it, about how you went into work and this, that, and the other. Like, yeah. And you you seem sound, but at the same time, you're utterly convinced that you're 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 basically saying I'm in a different reality. Yeah, 
And because some people would initially get at like, okay, this person is at the very least having a nervous breakdown. And I feel like most of the time they're going to be like, here's some meds, dude. It's going to calm you down. It's going to mellow you out. We're going to try this and then go from there. It, it, yeah. Because it just. Because you would think well, you would think with a story like affecting her life that much, they probably did put her through some rigorous You would testing. think. And obviously we don't know yeah. the testing or how much detail she went into. But like when you start putting in into this, this, like it's one thing for the sheets, the job. But when you start saying, I had a completely different lover and a child, but the same, but I'm apparently now I'm still with this guy that I, bro- yeah. I broke. I know I broke up with him uh, six months ago, but I can't, I can't even find Augustine. He's not even fucking yeah, real. He didn't even exist. And at this point, the doctor's going to go, well, your brain is making shit up. And I love that he's like, you know, stress could do that. I love, I love that when they can't explain something, they do it to stress. When I, when I got sick a couple years ago and all that weird shit happened, yeah. and my tattoos blistered over and all that shit, they're like, could be stress. Cool. I'm like, okay, you know my life. Like, come on now. But anyway, so that explanation was not enough for her. She's like, stress is causing me to make a fictional past. Like that doesn't even, that, that doesn't even sit right. So she hired a private investigator to look Genius. for signs of Augustine. Genius. She's nailing it. Dude finds nothing. Oh, shit. Scours the whole fucking city. No signs that Augustine or his son ever existed in that city. Okay. Did he expand his search, or was it just for the city? Uh, It says in that city. Because I was expecting you to say they found him in this state over here. As of right now, they have not found him that he exists. That's, That's weird. So now at this point, her family's starting to question yeah, her sanity. Her sanity. When she asked about an operation that her younger sister had had. She, and in Lorena's mind, her younger sister had just recently had a shoulder operation and was recovering from it. When she asked her younger sister, they all looked at her like, what in the <laughs> She's f- crazy. fuck are you talking about? They looked at her with confusion as she insisted insisted that her little sister had recently had surgery on her shoulder. Nobody in the family could back that claim up. As far as the family knew, nobody had had any surgery in their families. So this is another cog in the wheel of a life that she lived that she didn't really live, but maybe she lived. Yeah. But not in this same not in this same era. And like the shitty thing to all this is like I feel like we've done stuff like that before. Like you've been somewhere and you're like, yeah, you you did this. And then you're like, no, no, I didn't. And you're like, yeah, you did. I know you did. Yeah. No, I didn't. But we don't have this giant compounding effect like she's having. Like all this shit is just piling onto her all at once. But uh, dude. It's so bad. Like at this point, I feel bad for her because I'm trying to envisioning what she's going through. And I... At this point, I, w- I would be dead set on I'm losing my mind. I like, and then that's going to induce stress, panic attacks, all types of stuff because you are now convincing yourself that you're going insane, which is inev- inevitably going to make you go insane. It almost like I don't know. So, days and months keep passing, and she keeps noticing more and more differences in her life. Small ones, but compounding them all just makes the whole instant more and more almost frightening in a sense. She'll find clothes in her drawers and closets that she can't recall ever buying. so bad. There are posts on the internet, on blogs she had made, weeks, days, and days, and like posts she remembered posting. Weeks before, even even days before, like she'll she would have posted a post on her blog a week ago, wake up and it'd be gone. Like she'd never posted it before. No interaction because, like, with it. I could easily see a, a a psych doctor saying you got multiple personality. 
Because like when you have uh, uh when it clicks or yeah, clothes yeah. are popping up or no, I made this post and then it's gone or or vice versa. Da, yeah. da, 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 da. The emails and chat logs were no longer archived on her computer. They were all deleted. Um, but blogging through news sites and blogs, uh, news stories in the world appeared to be the same. So, so things that were happening outside of her life was staying consistent, but things inside her life were changing. That's uh, weird. It, it is fucking That's weird. really fucking weird because now that changes the game. Dude, it makes it like, the more I read it, I'm like, is it like, is somebody trying to convince her that she's fucking nuts? Is it like a gang stalking thing? <sighs> I don't know, like, or like, because we could go out on a real far limb here and say that, like, say her ex is wanting to convince her, is like gaslighting her to think she's fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't. That that would require a whole lot for him to go through and just off off the boyfriend, off the new boyfriend, off his child. He really erased them. But like hearing this little stuff, like finding things in your house that's not there. Um, like the chat logs and shit being deleted, like that, that's easily manipulated by somebody that you're close to. Yeah. But, but then, uh, take the work, take the work change at play. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's a big one. That's that huge. is a big one. Right. So, and it's kind of fucking weird because two cases that I know these were fictional stories, but I was listening to a fictional podcast the other day and two of them resonate with exactly what you're you're doing like because there's one uh, it's basically a story about time travel but this guy accidentally activates something he bought a washer or a dryer it was a time machine etc cetera, etc cetera. and it had this like where he was at was gravy right but he could visually see because there's a small barrier there's a small window and but he so imagine like seeing a bird just go or a car going boom, just like flying down the street when it shouldn't be. So what was happening is time out time where he was was normal, but outside past this little wall, it was screaming by like sped up. Yeah. So it, it and it, it's it, I'm not saying this is a time travel case, but like in my brain, it's almost like whatever it is could be significant to her. Yeah. Yeah. I just, but then I don't know. I don't know. I, it's getting into that field that that water, where it, it is going to require a lot of fucking brain you power. Just don't, and she, she, the more she looked, the less answers she could find. She like medical attention didn't help her. No one. It got to the point where people just stopped believing her. They're like, "This is crazy." Yeah, this is fucking crazy. Yeah, and it, it even it even works so much worse against her that. The rest of the world news is exactly how she remembered. The only things that's different are things that are specific to her life. In her life. It's almost like she's the only one fucking changing. So she just did Or was it like one of them? No, I don't know. I was going to say, because she could have took, it could have, like you talked about, like when you, like a, when a near miss could have been, well, is when you jump into another realm, basically. Yeah. So like, I don't know. Every, it but it's endless possibilities in this theory of different realms, universes, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, possible, but it uh, requ- requires a lot of brain power. So when she couldn't find any help with the people around her, she did what any normal day person would do, and she went to the internet to ask. So this is what she posted on the blog, uh, translated from Spanish. It says, please, if anyone has gone through, after she told her story, please, if anyone has gone through something similar, please contact me. I want to know what happened to me, as no pathology can tell me what has happened to me. I've spent the last five months reading theories that I find online, and I'm convinced that I've jumped into an alternate reality. Something, some action I must have taken changed my reality. If I did jump into a paranormal loom, paranormal, or... Let me start that again. Fucking nail it. If I did jump into a parallel universe, then why am I living in the same year? I'm the same person, just minor differences in my life. To explain myself better, this is like having lost the last five months of my life. It's like they were all just a dream. However, everyone else has the memories of those five months except for me. And I've done things during that time that I have no memory of doing so. Please abstain from making jokes or telling me that you have the truth. This is very serious to me. So, I mean, it it almost is kind of like a time slip. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like everything it, it in that like she period is like she filled somebody else. Like yeah. Like imagine in in dimension one she dies, and her consciousness moved to dimension two. Like it's picked. Four, but then again, she she only lost five months. Yeah, and then she like almost like I don't know. It's like the lamp. It's it's almost exactly like the lamp because that dude went into that, lived that life, and then he was bounced back into his yeah. normal life, and that whole everything that took place in that time period. Didn't exist. His yeah. wife that he got married to, his kid, all disappeared. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Because a time slip can still happen despite only losing five months. Because like we've talked, like we could slip into another dimension where the only thing different in that entire dimension is that instead of your phone being black, it's purple. Yeah. That's the only difference throughout the entire dimension. Even, after a while, you just stop, stop questioning it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, yeah. So... And I mean, on on this blog that I'm looking at, they start going into the multiverse theory and string theory and bubble universe theory where all of these uh, dimensions just kind of coexist with one another, but sometimes they bleed in and bleed out of each other. And maybe she was just at that spot where they where one crossed into another and then pulled itself back out after five months. And now she's lost everything that was put together. That's a good one. You know, because you got like the man from Torred. The man from yeah. Torred. Yeah. Where he he was just thrust into it and yep. then disappeared. So I don't know, man. It's that's fucking weird, man. Fucking weird. And just, I'll reference it again, like the the scientists that had, there was those things out in space and they thought it was universes hitting each other or whatever. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's almost yeah it's almost that like two sucks, two man. different realities just collided with one another and she yeah. is the victim of that yeah. reality. It's but the thing that gets me like is is Augustine and his kid. Yeah, just like ghosted, that, gone. Where is that dude? Gone. Did that dude ever exist? And if he didn't, how in the fuck does she know so much about him? How was he such an integral part of her life? That's just bizarre. Unless, I mean, when did she start dating Augusta? It was it was two months after she'd broken up with. So it could be. Not saying it is, but a logical explanation is that something happened between her and her boyfriend that was one of them ultra devastating moments where your brain just the the trauma was just so much. Yeah, could be. But there's no supporting evidence to that theory. It's just and and in her new life, they're still together. Right? Yeah, exactly. So so it, it would be almost manipulation on his part if that were the case. Right? Yeah. It's so fucking weird. I don't know. <laughs> it is. It's well, I got another one, but it's 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 weird, but it's different weird, Good. but also weird. Good. Uh, this was shared in our Discord. Uh, it's a Reddit post. I figured I might as well share it with everybody else because there's a lot of people that listen and don't get in the Discord. But this was posted on Reddit by the user Significant Tap Twenty Ninety Three. It's titled Timmy. Says, okay, so I've never told anyone this story, but honestly, it needs to be told. So back in 2010, I was teaching at a middle school in my town. I truly enjoyed teaching, and it was a wonderful time in my life. But whenever I think about that time in my life, this one kid always pops into my head. I'll call him Timmy for this post. Timmy was a pretty average-looking sixth-grade American kid, but his looks were the only thing average about him. He was the top of his class, and every teacher he had thought that he was years ahead of his peers. On top of being crazy smart, he was a genuinely kind-hearted kid that got along with just about everyone, including the staff. But honestly, I always find it kind of weird to talk to him. Everything about the kid just screamed that I am an adult. The way he carried himself and resolved conflict to the way he spoke to you made you feel like this kid was in his 30s. He never really played with other kids. He would just sit on his own and read or come and talk uh, with the teachers from time to time. Again, he would just sit in my class and eat lunch by himself and study mostly when it was raining. He would always start up a conversation with you as well. By the end of it, you'd feel like you just sat and chatted with a buddy from college, not a sixth grader doing his math homework. Not to mention every now and then, he would just stare off into space. No movement, no sound. He wouldn't acknowledge anything around him while he was like that, unless someone shook him or startled him. The weird part was, it was like he wasn't really looking at anything, just staring off. One day during lunch, I finally caved and asked him where he learned to be so mature. 
He looked me square in my eyes for a solid 10 seconds and then responded, you wouldn't believe me if I told you, so let's just stick with my parents raised me right. I kind of laughed and said, try me, I'm pretty open-minded. He said, all right, but I warned you. He then went on to tell me that he was 32 years old and he had been a soldier. One night he went to sleep and he woke up in his childhood bed and he was a kid again. He said he remembered everything and was still himself just in a younger body. To this day, I know that he was just a smart kid with a lot of wit who had, sh who had a shot to play a joke and took it. But every now and then, it'll keep me up at night thinking, what if he really was telling the truth? This still fucks with me to this day. I'd like to add a few things. I went through the post and found another post that he posted up here. He said, I'd like to add a few things that I feel I left out. So in addition to Timmy being insanely intelligent, he had great, great emotional intelligence. Like middle schoolers are known for being some of the meanest humans ever to exist just because they don't really understand what they're doing and saying, but not Timmy. If he was getting teased or picked on, he always had a snappy one-liner or comeback that always turned it around on the bully that was bullying him. But he never said anything mean or hurtful to them, never picked on or made fun of any kids. I saw him giggle once at a kid that tripped while running, but that was about it. Also, I said earlier, he almost ate, always ate alone and didn't play with any of the other kids much. That wasn't because he wasn't liked. He was actually quite popular when was always getting asked to play or picked to play in groups, but he would usually just turn it down. Timmy was just, Timmy just really enjoyed, enjoyed his alone time. Um, I saved some other comments here that I would just throw out there. Somebody commented, always amazes me how mature and wise little kids with cancer seem to be whenever they're interviewed. Perhaps this kid had, on top of his genius, a defining event that he had to go through as a very young kid that molded him in, a, in an atypical way. The original poster said, incredibly likely, but it was crazy, to be honest with you. Like, I can't do it any justice with my words. There was no shyness ever like any other kid his age. He would look you right in the eye and spoke with authority. He just had this aura of having been here already and already done it about him that shouldn't have ever existed. That reminds me of 20 and back. That's what I thought too when he said he was a soldier. Yeah. Like, yeah. 100% sounds like 20 and back. But it is weird that he was, he because if you pay attention, it does sound like he's been there before. Yeah. And instead of like fucking off and playing T ball, he's gonna he's like, No, I'm gonna get my shit right. I'm getting a jump on this. Yep. He's like, I've I've done that all before. Yep. And the thing is like at first I thought maybe it was a past life that he that wasn't his own, but now that I've read through it again, it, it he said he woke up when he was a kid. So that has so many different implications when he says it. When he grew up the first time, was the poster posting his teacher? You see what I'm know. you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Which would make that crazy as fuck. Oh yeah. That he would just did he would just have to start over and relive everything from like from sixth grade on, knowing that you'd already made it that far. Like, it depended on how you looked at that too, because it could be a curse, or it could be, well, guess what. I was 32. I was a soldier when I was 32. Maybe he went to war. Maybe he died in war. And he's like, you know what? I'm going to get my studies right this time. And I'm going to go be a fucking engineer instead yeah, could, of going into the military. Could you? Yeah. Because, like, could he change it? Maybe he was so, so lethargic and so just uninterested because he, at some point, he figured out that he couldn't change things. Oh, that'd so, be the worst if so he, was he was on just, repeat. Yeah, he was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna, just gonna mind my business and see what well, happens. If, if you're a 32 year old and you go back, like, are you really trying to play basketball with a bunch of exactly, sixth ex graders? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, the the mentality and emotional difference between a 30 year old and a fucking middle schooler is just light years yeah. different. And that would, that would show why he's so uninterested in all the studies, and that would show why he seemed insanely smart as a middle schooler, but it was because he was 30 years old. Of yeah. course you're going to seem, seem seem smart. Yeah. Except for me. I don't seem smart. I'm well, 30. same. But I just... But like, generally speaking. It's it's different from the first encounter, but it's also kind of in the same vein where like... To a degree, where yeah. time is not lining up right, and things are different, and things have changed. But because at first when I saw it, I'm like, man, it's a past life regression. I was just going to do a whole episode on past life regressions. But this is not this is this dude reliving his life. And, and 
That makes me wonder, every time Timmy hits 32, does he reset? Oh, geez, that would suck. That would be terrible. Yeah. That would be terrible. It would be terrible, but at the same time, it once again, depends on how you look at it, because you could have the same life with a limited outcome. Unless you can't change it. Yeah, then that would suck. But like instead of uh, making a left turn here that day, maybe I just make a right. See what happens. Yeah. See how much yeah. it changes. See what it changes. Yeah, I don't. But even even with that, like after after a few goes, you're probably gonna get really fucking annoyed getting reset back to <laughs> sixth grade. Like not this again. Not middle school again. Like you know, getting reset to maybe eighteen wouldn't be so bad. Middle school is terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at. Middle school is terrible for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like reset me to when I'm eighteen and yeah, we can start cool. from there. Yeah. <laughs> And then now, and with all my information, I'm going to be like, listen, boys. Here we go. That, that, that day when you hear about Bitcoin, buy. Pilot, bros. Everything that you can. <laughs> Live large. That way, because one day it's going to hit, and it's going to hit hard. Yeah, just, I don't know, man. That that story kind of resonated with me. Like, how many, how many of these weird encounters are out there that people... Well, I mean, and we are... Uh, Star Brothers, and we're meant to do this for eternity. So there's That's that true. too. Maybe, maybe we're we're starting doing it on repeat. Yeah, you think we'd have some answers by now? No, well, no, fuck no. Are you kidding me? It's no, never gonna right. happen. You're right. One but... day we're just gonna disappear. <laughs> I am so game. I'm ready. <laughs> I've been ready for like the it's last gonna happen. thirty years. It'll probably happen. Can't wait. But those are two weird, uh, the only way I can say, I just, Glitch in the Matrix paints a broad brush, so I figured those two would fit in there quite nicely. I wanted to share them with everybody. If anybody has any uh, thoughts or comments on these two stories, feel free to email us or comment on any of the socials when this comes out. I'm curious to hear everybody's uh, thoughts on it. And if anybody's had any experience with anything like this, has things in their lives that they can't, can't quite compute with how they're supposed to be we'd love to hear them yeah so with that being said thanks for hanging out with us on this fine monday hope everybody's having a great day out there check us out at all our socials facebook instagram youtube twitter tiktok discord reddit all of them search hollow sky and you'll find us there come and hang out be part of the community until we meet again stay safe stay weird and if you jump into an alternate dimension, uh, shoot us an email. We're probably there hanging out with you. <laughs>